Y'all weirdos. Why are you? All right, man. We're waiting on you, David. Five, four, three, two, one. This way. Welcome to the 20 somethings podcast. 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 Episode nine. Let's get it, boys and girls. What's good, everybody? How y'all feeling? It's lit. Yeah, Fiend, Nikki, I see you Everybody, yo, yo, yo. Hey. Good. how y'all feeling? Good, bro. Feeling good. Like how's your How's your mindset? That's a different one. Mindset. Uh, I mean, focused as usual. Nothing changed. You're weird, Fiend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how's your mindset? Who are you asking? This guy. <laughs> you. The growth mindset. You know what Ooh, I mean? Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all wasn't I'm expecting that. Huh? Elevation, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where we are. Melody, how about you? How's your mindset? Um, Not the best, but, you know, we're live. So thank God. I Amen. love that transparency. I love that transparency. Nick, how about you? I'm good. You know, calm, resting. Life is great. Amen. Man, I Amen. Love, I love to hear such. How about you, David? Stuff. Me too, man. I'm I'm in a new. I'm trying to get to a new level. Mm. I'm on Honestly, a new level. I'm about to start my new job tomorrow, so like Ooh. I'm just right there. Like I'm just trying. I'm just trying to elevate. Like oh. I'm done with. The, I'm done with the former. I'm ready for the future. Are you, are you nervous? Are you nervous for your first day on the job? I feel like that's always like the most nerve-wracking day. Nah, man. We already dealt with that. Period. Once I pass that end clicks, we done. I don't have to worry about nothing. That's else, good. We're chilling. I'm happy for you. We're chilling. Give that temperature. So yeah. So to God. To God. That bonus, that bonus not yours, bro. <laughs> Let's not even talk about such things right now. But anyway, let's get to this episode. So today, um, we've been trying the past eight episodes, we've been kind of just going into like current events and different topics. So today we want to try something a little different. Uh, We want to kind of focus on one thing. So today uh, we chose to focus on heartbreak. Oh. So, heartbreak it can be a very touchy uh subject but i feel like the listeners and probably anybody can really relate to what we're going to talk about so basically what we're going to do is we're going to like kind of go around the circle and kind of ask everybody about their experience like have you been heartbroken do you believe your heart can be broken like how are you with it like those kind of things so um we were thinking about who's going to go first and i think i'm going to pick who looks like who looks like someone who likes to be heartbroken? Uh-uh. Who yeah. like it's you, it's you. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I hate it actually. But uh I actually am interested in um Ara's heartbreak story. Oh, okay. Cool. If you cool. have one. No, so I definitely, this, definitely have one. So I'm gonna ask you some questions about it though. Cool, perfect. All right. So number one, have you ever been heartbroken? Yes, I have been heartbroken before. Sadly. So like, what was that time you were heartbroken? Like, when was it? Yeah. Um, so this is like when I was too young to get a Facebook, but 
old enough to get on MySpace. And MySpace was semi-relevant still. So um, I actually made a MySpace page. Um, and I was, and I was, you don't know what MySpace is? I know, but how old are you, bro? I mean, I'm 23. So MySpace was at like the tail end of MySpace when it was not really relevant, but. Oh, you know, okay, okay. <laughs> um, and I just did it because I wanted a social media really bad. And I, my mom wouldn't let me get a, a, a Facebook at the time. So um, I made a page and I didn't show my face on it. Right. And I was basically just trying to find different friends and random people on the internet, honestly. And then I met this one Hispanic girl, right? Mm. And, was, and um, <laughs> she was, I'm not going to lie, she was mid, um, but <laughs> at the time, at the time, I wasn't really getting girls or anything like that. So I was just like, I think I might have been for the beard 12, 13, 12, 13 is what I'm guessing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I reached out on the MySpace and like chatted with her. It was cool. Cool stuff. Her page was cool. Um, and then we were texting and like me, like I'm really like a romance dude when I was younger in the text messages. Heavy. Right? Oh, okay. Good that you it by saying younger. You know, when I was younger, right? I was very like, I knew how to say things and I was actually like, it was practice, but I kind of was liking the girl and, you know, and developing some feelings and emotion toward her. Um, and uh, she was Sorry. really like, she was very, you know, entranced by my game, to be honest with you. Oh, and brother. what happened was she was like, I need to see your face. I need to, I need to see your face. I just, I just need to see your face. And I'm like, don't worry, I got you. At the time, I had a, a phone that goes sideways. You kick it sideways, and you could also use, you know, vertical. Sidekick. It wasn't a sidekick. It was like a cheaper version of that. It was my oh. first phone. Um, but it had a camera on it. The camera wasn't good. I got dressed in my in my jerk gear, is what I would say. Like jerk. Early 2000s jerk crew gear. Like, you know, the flannel, the skinny jeans, <laughs> on my sunglasses, plastic sunglasses. And the hat as well, right? And I was wearing the hat. I think I was wearing the hat like you know, like this or something like that. Oh lord! And then I was, and then I took the picture, like kind of like this, with my glasses and everything. Man, I thought I was looking fresh, right? Wait, did you clench your jaw? That's your thing. That's not my thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I sent I sent the girl the picture, and uh, she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. We cannot continue to talk." Ah. Was that? What, Dang, bro? And then she said, "I'm so sorry. It's against my religion. I can't date outside of my race. I can't date black people." Oh, she thought Ore was a Hispanic name. Jorge. She she just didn't Jorge. know. She didn't know I was not like she didn't know I was black. Is she her, her family basically? I think it's in her community. Her family said that you can't date black people. Essentially, yeah, Latina dads they don't like black guys and like. Immediately, that thing was dead. Like, and I, my confidence was really shot into the ground, bro. Like, I was really sad. Like, cause that was the first time I had ever really tried talking to a girl, like, you know, like on some, like, really, like, maybe I can make you my girlfriend type stuff. Yeah. So that was the time I was heartbroken. Yeah. One of my earliest heartbreaks. Do you think that this turned you into, like, you know, savage, a demon? Look at him. A demon. 
Like, did you like change from this? Like, what happened? To um, you? no, no, this isn't the one that changed me. No, no, but it definitely altered my perception of like race and when it comes to dating, what type of girls I should never approach or what type of girls I should approach. And it basically Ooh. set me on the path of black girls only for the rest of my life, strictly. Right. Okay. That's why most yeah. of my most of my middle school days, I did not talk to the girls because they were all not black. Right. And I, it was really based on that one interaction I had that kind of jaded me. So that's why I don't dive into that area. Sounds like anymore. trauma. Mm. Trauma, probably, maybe, you know, but it is what it is. So is it like from that experience, you're like, oh, no other race is attractive? Or is it just like because like every time you look at no. like a Mexican girl, you're like, oh, that woman. No, 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 no. It was more so like. I, I saw what that did and I don't want to ever feel that again. You know, like I don't ever feel like I'm talking to a girl and because of my color, she can't talk to me, you know, or her parents are going to feel a way about me or whatever. Right. So that's really what it was. It, it wasn't like, Oh, I'm, I don't like them. There, there are plenty of beautiful Hispanic women all, all over the earth. You go, you go to New York, they have some, you know, the people booty. over there, Miami, you go to, you know, Mexico, even in Arizona. Why would you say Arizona? Okay, never mind. Even Arizona, California. Because <laughs> they're different. Making them like my girlfriend and stuff like that. No, not anymore. That was out of the books. But you yeah. You would make a black girl your girlfriend. I mean, your wife. What'd you say? You only make like a black girl your wife. Like, preferably Nigerian. Preferably Nigerian. <laughs> so like, for, other than just like relationships wise or whatever, did you like treat like, I don't know, Latina girls differently from that? Like, No, no, not really. Um, I, treat, I treat them with respect and dignity as I would any female that's not my girlfriend or my girlfriend. Doesn't matter. They get the equal level of respect. So, Shouldn't your girlfriend get more? Uh, that's a good question. Um, should a girlfriend get more respect? I think yes. There's ter- there are different levels of respect. Like there's respect you show to the complete strangers. There's respect you show to acquaintances, the respect you show to friends, the respect you show to family, parents. There's all sorts of levels of respect. So, yeah, I would say if you were to p- compare a girlfriend to like a random girl, you would show your girlfriend more respect than a. But that doesn't mean like now they get lowered and like you treat them like trash. But obviously, there's different levels. So, what a politician answer. Good job. I know. But all right. Actually, I, just, I, have one, I just have one more question. Right. Um, so, like, when you were going through that heartbreak stage, like, who was your go-to artist? Like, who did you run to? Man, and you know who it is, bro. Come on. I don't know, man. You got to tell me. <laughs> uh, probably had to be Drake. Yes, sir. Drake. This that's was, like, 2009. Come on. Like, that's, like, at peak Drake. Uh, I better find your love. You know, so but I find it. I will throw that on. I remember she sent me that text when I was in Tucson at a party, and I was just like in my feels. <laughs> text at a party. Yeah, so I mean, I was that's the Drake. Drake is the default person right there. But yeah, man, that was my first sort of heartbreak experience. Kind of nasty. Yeah, but that you said that was that one wasn't the one who changed you though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> do you feel comfortable going yeah. to that or no? Yeah, I don't think we should do that on this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Respectful, 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 respectful. It's all good. It's all good. 
All right, let's go to the next person. Thank you, Ari, for your heartbreak story. Um, yeah. Fiend. Actually, yeah, Fiend. I'd never known uh, any of your heartbreaks like, at all. Why would I tell me? Because I never get heartbroken. I'm a G. Come on. Just kidding. I mean, I think girls get heartbroken way more than guys do, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. No, and you guys can I'm come a in victim. I can tell you're you. You're a victim doesn't. because you decide. You know what? You're not even going to get it. Let's wait for that one. <laughs> <laughs> B, what I mean, about you now? What's your own? There's, there's too many. Which one? The first one or the most recent one? Like The, the one that changed you. The one that changed you. Mm, uh, no, I'm not going to do that one. Um, I'm going to do the most recent one because it's actually very stupid. The more I think of it, so get into it. Uh, met this guy, you know, good vibes and everything. I usually don't ever introduce guys to my friends. Like it's just I don't think because I never think it's gonna work out. But for some reason, this one, I thought it would work out for some odd reason. So invited him to an event that was thrown by my friends. We had a movie night, and we went to the movie theater. For Christmas and watch the Christmas movie and such. Cool. We never defined exactly who we are, what we're doing. We were trying to go with the flow. And me being easygoing, not even easygoing, just, I guess, fear of someone saying, no, I don't want you. So fear of rejection, I just kept going along with it. That's, sorry, I'm about to be a whole sip right now. When it was even Valentine's Day, I was like, so what are you doing for Valentine? Oh no! Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I was down bad. I was <laughs> down bad that I have to. First of all, this experience has taught me. I guess this one changed me a little bit, but this experience has taught me like I will never beg for someone to like me, like point blank. Like I'm not gonna beg for actions. Anyways, <laughs> continuing. Exactly. Continuing though. Um, he got. He would do things that were like boyfriend and girlfriend things. But when I asked him about it, he'd be like, oh, we're, we're friends. We're just friends. And I was like, what? Like, you got me this. You take me out. We do X, Y, and Z. And we're just friends. And he's like, yeah, I don't know why you thought different. I never said we were anything but friends. And I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, that was, that was back in April of this year. So... What what month are we in now? July, yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm over it now. Okay. The first the first two weeks was hard, bro. I was at work and be like, people be cussing me out on the phone, and I'd be hanging up on them because I'm like, Did he have you cried? No, it was just very stressful in the rain, like, because you want to think like, what did I do wrong in this situation? But reflecting, looking back at it, I was like, there's nothing I did. It's just we weren't compatible. And we weren't on the same page. So, yeah. So, like, quick question, Fee. Go ahead. Um, so, like, when he started saying those weird things, like, oh, we're just friends after you're doing, like, boyfriend, girlfriend stuff, like, were you, like, cool with it initially? Or was it just kind of like, mm, like, like, what was your reaction to him, like, saying that? So, this was towards the end when I started asking for a more defined aspect of our relation so it would be it would be a lot of arguing through like text messaging like i'm not understanding and eventually that we when we met in person that was like the final time and i was just like yeah we can't do this anymore 
And that was it. It wasn't like I was asking throughout and it was like me being like, okay, sitting there. No, it was towards the end. I wanted a more defined because I didn't want to just be wasting time. And it was, I didn't get the answer I wanted. So yeah. I see. Were you, like, were you mad at him still? Like after that? Um, I would say I was mad because why are you doing boyfriend things if you're saying, so that means you're just friendly with everyone else that like you mm. buy gifts, you take people out, you do X, Y, and Z for everyone else's friends. No, it's because you don't want to be accountable. And I hope you hear this podcast. If you're still hearing this, actually. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Hey, put yeah. Some, some shots on that one. Back, back, back to the back, back. <laughs> oh my god I'm not, okay. I'm not mad at it though but I understand now but like boys if you do not want to be in a relationship with someone just say that from the get go mm-hmm. I have a counter not a counter but I have go a ahead, situation David. like that too so I think that like you know we always say like you know let them know like tell them that you know you don't want to be in a relationship but I don't think you guys really want to hear that no, no, I definitely don't. want That's to hear that. At my age right now, I definitely tell me I don't want to. Maybe for younger, yeah. If you said that to me when I was like 20, 21, I'd probably be like, oh, he'll change his mind in a few months. But at the age I'm at right now, if you say no, okay, no, then I'm going to keep it moving. People like to waste time in the hope of someone is going to change, but someone has already told you who they are from the beginning. You don't want to listen. That's what causes heartbreak. True, true. So, like, let's say me as a guy, I say I communicate that, right? Mm-hmm. I tell you early, like, hey, I'm chilling. I'm trying to, like, you know, I'm not really trying to date right now. And then... I, that's what they be saying. Yeah, like, maybe, because, you know, especially when you first meet someone new, like, you don't know if you want to, like, commit right away, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're still trying to get to know somebody. And it's like, so, well, what are we doing? Like, I don't want... I don't know. I don't... I'm just trying to feel you. Like, you know what I mean? So, like... If you ask those questions and they give you like the answer, like I'm not really trying to do that, are they really at fault? Like, well, like, they need to be making sure they're setting boundaries in place and not teetering over to acting like a romantic relationship. If you want to be friendly, being your friendly boundary, you know what I mean. Don't call mm-hmm. the girl late at night and say, "Oh, hey, what are you up I to? Need your what but that's are you fun. wearing? What are you?" Oh, wait. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm worried, but don't be don't be hugging the girl a little extra tight or rubbing her back. Don't do boyfriend rubbing her back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but like uh like come on, you know when you're talking to someone is different. Like no, no, no. Can I want to add something really quickly to that? Because I've I've been in that situation where it's okay you want to be friends but you're doing a b and c that's showing that you don't want to be friends and the thing is i'm not going to fight you if you don't if you want to be friends please let's just be friends and 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 let's both act accordingly as friends don't add anything more because it's just going to confuse the relationship you're stepping you're crossing boundaries and at this point now we've been playing playing with each other's emotions there's no more friendship the the relationship is confusing so it's like whether or not you know you guys are talking if you if you don't make it like clear and known that this is what we're gonna do, then both sides are confused. And it's like you can't even get mad if you guys end up in heartbreak. It's gonna end in tears because you don't know what you're doing. Yep. I agree. I agree. I just feel like if someone says, tells you like, look, I'm not trying to be in a relationship, don't try to force it to be like, oh, yeah, we're gonna be in a relationship. Like, listen to what they say. You know, even I know I understand mm-hmm. actions and stuff like that. Like maybe they're touching a different or talking your ear. Obviously, you shouldn't be doing that. But, like, I feel like if someone told you or, like, you know, communicated with that with you, 
then I feel like it's like from that point, it's like you, you should be like, look, I should maneuver differently than if he's saying that he doesn't want to, or she's saying that she doesn't want to be serious. And that's what I want. Or unless, I mean, you guys both don't want to be serious, then that's why y'all. So true. But yeah. What about you, David? Me? Yeah, your story. Is there more than one David here? <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I was collecting my thoughts. Guys, let me be transparent, man. Dang. Um. <laughs> so sorry. Because, <laughs> so like, Loki, I'm, I'm a simp Loki. Like, I don't even lie. Like, I'd be simping sometimes. I, I mean, being, I, you know, transparent. Like, I've, you know, had a couple heartbreaks and, you know, um, it changed me. It, it, it really changed. Uh, Why are you laughing at me? Bro? No, no, I'm not. Because you're not being serious. It changed me. No, it, it really, I'm me. telling you. Talk like, straight, talk straight. Like, okay, let me not talk. The most recent one, I don't really want to talk about. Cause That's fine. Uh, yeah. Let me talk about my first one, right? So this was when I was a teenager. So I think this was 2016. So I was 17 years old. So um, there was this girl, my girlfriend at the time, um, she, uh, you know, we ran with the same circle and everything like that. Uh, we were in high school at this time, so we both with our parents and everything. So uh, she was like living, she was like a foster kid, basically. And so like, you know, we like, you know, be um, hanging out at church, all that kind of stuff, too. So basically, there was a time where she ran away from her parents, right? So at 17, I don't have a car. Like, I don't have my own means of transportation, all this kind of stuff. So I was kind of just left in the dark. Like, my girlfriend just ran away into the woods. Like, I have no idea. So, like, I remember at that time, like, I was in, on vacation in San Diego. And I was, like, trying to find um, find her. And I was even calling Aura. I was like, Aura, use your all your means. You track <laughs> this girl down now. Now. <laughs> trying to find, and then like R was doing. I don't think his uh, system was very good at saying that she was in Atlanta and all this. I was like, "There's no right. way. <laughs> like, there's no way." I was. So I I, uh, I um got the tracker like links, and I was like, "David, just tell her, yo, check this out, and have her click the link, and we're gonna know her IP address and all this." But obviously, it didn't yeah. really. Help. And I was like, "Oh, click this link." She said, "What's that?" I said, "Just click." <laughs> <laughs> And um, so basically, uh, she ran away from home. That was kind of heartbreaking at first. But like, I mean, that was her own thing with her foster parents. So like, that wasn't really the main thing. So um, she eventually like was not living with her uh, foster parents. So this was like freshman year in college now. So like, nobody's in the house. Everybody's like, you know, they do their own thing. I was driving. Everyone had their own kind of stuff, right? So at this time, like we, after that, all that running away kind of stuff, we kind of stopped talking, right? We just like broke up basically because it wasn't making sense, especially in that position where like we're teenagers. I was still like in high school, like how am I, am I going to go and drive all around the place to come and see, like it wasn't making sense basically. So uh, I think like my first year in college, we reconnected and everything. Um, so at this point, um, she had another boyfriend or something before we like got together again. But from what she told me, like, she said, oh, yeah, that was just, like, you know, nothing or whatever, right? So uh, we was dating and stuff like that. It was a cool, like, few months, stuff like that. But I would just notice some weird behavior. Like, uh, apparently, like, I didn't know who the guy was, but, like, she would say, like, her friend 
was log into her Snapchat and posting stories of himself and her for memories. And I remember one time I said, I said, what on earth is this? And she's like, oh, it's not that my friend uh, hacked my Snapchat all this time. I was like, this is weird. And I was really, I was really dumb at this point. I won't even lie, because I didn't even really press after that. I was like, oh, okay, I trust you. So yeah, it's okay, gonna be good. I'm telling you, bro, this, you can't be trust. Anyway, let me just. Say. Yeah, now you you learned, right? That taught you that. I'm telling you, bro. So <laughs> um, I trust these. Uh, like, I'm I'm you, bro. These ladies, these beautiful ladies <laughs> all over this earth. You cannot trust them. You can't sometimes. trust you smelly you Can't trust men. Continue. Uh, so yeah, so basically, um, something happened. Um. Uh, and all that kind of stuff happened. And then one day uh, I came off work or whatever. And so um, she was kind of close to her. She was like in communication with her foster mom again, right? So, but she wasn't living with them. She would go visit and hang out, right? And so um, there was one day, like, I think I came off work or something. And then I received a text from her number, but it was like her foster mom speaking, right? So it was like, oh, you guys are too young for this love. Uh, this is bad. I'm going to report you to your dad and all this kind of stuff. So, like, I'm receiving this on text from, like, my girlfriend and from her mom. And I'm like, number one, why is your mom texting me, like, through your phone? You know what I mean? Like, at this point, we're not, like, in high school and, like, you don't even live with them. So I'm just like, mm, what's that? So I was just, like, in the car, I'm like, what's all this? Where did it come from? And so, like, in that situation, she got, she pretended that she got her phone back, right? And she was like, yeah, like, da da da. I, I think my mom is right, like. I think, you know, we shouldn't be dating, all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, what? Like, it was really, like, normal and perfect. And then it was just like, oh, your mom is telling you to basically break up. So I was like, number one, why is your mom, like, if you're grown and stuff, like, why is your mom texting me? Like, number one, I was like, that's kind of invasion of privacy, you know what I mean? So um, all that kind of stuff happened. And then um, I was just, like, like pressed. Like, I remember I was at Ari's house. I was like, bro, this is going to make sense. Like, I was like, how is this possible? And so, like, um, basically, I built the courage to call her mom. Like, I just, like, because it wasn't making sense. So I called the mom, and I was like, yo, like, is this true? Like, I number one, I wanted to apologize, but I was, like, you know, crossing any boundaries or whatever. And she was like, what? She was like, I never even, I haven't even seen this girl in, like, three weeks. Ah. Like, she's like, yeah, I never said anything about that. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, ah. <laughs> what? And so at this point, this is like, man, this is probably the last time I ever like wrote that big of a paragraph. I just typed up APA format, point <laughs> after point after point, and then send the text from, and I was just, I was going in, like I was really going in, and then like I didn't, she just read it and never like responded ever. Huh. And then like, and then like, uh, what's it called? Later, like, I think like a couple weeks later after that, and after this point, I was really really like down bad, man. Like this was freshman year of college. I was listening to all sorts of Drake. I even threw it back to Lauren Hill. I re- everybody, <laughs> man, like, you know, if you listen to X Factor, you know, you like, you need that 90 soul. So I, I was like, I was really, really down bad. And so then like a couple weeks later, like, um, you know, we met, like, I saw her at like a place or whatever, basically. And she was like, try to talk to me, all this kind of stuff. And da, 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 and like, she was like, oh, sorry. And I wasn't really like feeling it. But, like, due to the sake of where we're at, I was just like, okay, yeah, it's, like, whatever. And so then, like, later, this was back, like, when Instagram, you could still see, like, what other people were doing, like, on your following, mm-hmm. basically. And then, like, I was really, like, discovering, like, who the guy was, like, what he, like, he was really, like, the boyfriend. And so this guy was doing the Snapchat adventures again, and he was doing, this was no memories of life picture. 
of oh. them together on the couch. I said, ah, so it's true. So, yeah, that's basically what happened, though. Jeez, man. That's rough. Yeah, Did that it, changed you? Yes, definitely. I, I, think, so. I think it gave me uh, trust issues. Mm. Mm. Go into that a little bit more. Uh, I mean, I mean, if you look at the situation, like, I think I was trusting in a lot of stages. Like, once that Snapchat thing, like, happened, like, originally, I was like, oh, I mean, she says just a friend and just a friend. And I was just, like, believing that. And then it comes out to be that the guy was orchestrating, saying, doing all this kind of stuff in the background. And so, yeah, I think that kind of gave me, like, like, there's always a thing in the back of my mind, like, ah, like, there's a chance of, you know, infidelity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not telling you the truth. They're not being truthful with you. Mm. Exactly. So, yeah, man. So that, yeah. And that was really, really rough at that time, too. I remember in college, like, I think I skipped a class because of that. Wow. Sheesh. Yeah, bro. Like I said, I'm a simp. So. But now you graduated and you got a job and you started tomorrow. So it's but good. No, but no woman. It's okay. <laughs> I would. So um, that was my first, like, real, like, heartbreak or whatever and that I had that girlfriend for like it was like on and off for like four years wait wait wait. be real with us for a second be transparent yes sir did you or did you not cry (laughs) (laughs) Um, like from that at that stage I think um, the time I cried or I would even say cry maybe a whimper uh, was was when she like ran like when she disappeared like when she ran away like because at that point like we didn't know like what was wrong like if she got killed or like it was like a missing person type thing you know right 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 yeah so. oh. sorry yeah bro so don't believe women when they say oh, oh it's only okay. us that get heartbroken you know us boys we get heartbroken no that's not what I said I said women get heartbroken more than men do. That's man, and that's just the first one, bro. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get to the other ones, man. But, all right, yeah. man. Who's oh, left? Yeah. One Sorry, person. that was extremely depressing. But there's two people left. Two people left. Melody, Melody, Melody. Oh, hey. All right. Um, Tell us who broke your heart, girl. Welcome back, Melody. Welcome back. We missed you last episode. your heart. That was uh, but I'm back. Um. I think this one I'm gonna do a friendship heartbreak. I I don't want to okay. do a romantic heartbreak because those are a little bit too um, excruciating. I think I'll just kind of like go over romantic heartbreak, you know, just a little bit just to give a background as to where I am in terms of like romantically with men. Um, I mean, you know, I've been I've been done dirty. I've been you know played. I was kind of allowed some things. Um, just because I was, you know, like I said, I was young. You know how when you're young and you just kind of let things, you let things happen because you don't know, like based off of experience. So like a lot of the things that I let happen to me were just like, like, you know, you did you didn't know any better. Um, so it's like now I, I just, I'm not even, it's not even savage, but it's like, I'm never going into anything thinking it's going to be like, oh, like he's, yeah, exactly. Like I just, it's always in the back of my mind. Like David said, like you have ulterior motives and I'm never going to trust you. So it's like, I protect myself at the end of the day. Um, But then uh, going into like the friendship heartbreak, this was my junior year of high school. Um, Me and this girl were best friends. 
uh, like best friends. Like I like I love this girl. Like she came to my house and everything. I you know told my parents about her. She's my best friend, right? There was a third girl in our like kind of like rotation. She was, you know, she was there. I didn't really like her, but she was, you know, she was there. She was friends with my other friend with the with my best friend. So like you know we 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 all had PE together. We had other friends and stuff, but she was just kind of like a just like a just a third party basically. Um, so we like I said we had been friends for some time. So at this point, I think things were kind of rocky in our friendship and. I think I had told the girl, like I told the third party girl, she asked me a question like, oh, how's your relationship with her? I was like, you know, some things are kind of weird a little bit. This is just based off of what I can recollect. This is so long ago. I just let her know, like, you know, things are kind of weird between us, you know, but, you know, she's still my friend, whatever, whatever. So a week later, um, me and the girl, like, because we had math together. So like I would text her on kick and be like, you know, we're meeting at this place. Oh, let's walk to class together. Um, she didn't text me that day and I was waiting and I was waiting. And I was waiting. I'm like, ah, okay, like, where is she? Like, I got, you know, whatever. So I walked to class by myself and I, I get there, the girl walks in and I'm really, really like, like what? Like she didn't give me any time, like nothing. She didn't speak to me. She didn't say anything the entire time. And I'm like, maybe something's wrong. Mind you, like, like I said, through kick, we messaged through kick all the time. I think she had an Android or something and I had an iPod. So I was on like the school's Wi-Fi. So I didn't get a message from her. Like I was really, really worried, like sick, like, like literally like, like, like something happened, like she died or something. We were in math class. She didn't even look at me. She didn't give me any type of attention, no nothing. I kept texting her like a worried boyfriend, like what the heck, like what's going on? And after this math class was lunch, I had nobody else to sit with. I literally sat with her all the time, like that year. Um, Like we were like five and six. So I think at the end of the day, like after I had texted her, texted her, texted her, texted her, she finally told, like, texted me back and she was like, why do you still want to be friends with me? I heard you was talking mess about me. Da, 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 with um, mm-hmm. the, I'll call the girl, the third party. I'll just call her L. She was like, oh, yeah, I heard you were speaking to L about me. Da, 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 da. But you call me your sister. You call me your best friend. But you're talking about me behind my back. I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what like what are you what are you literally talking about? Like, you're literally my sister. There's no reason for me to talk bad about you. Like, we're best friends. Like, what's going on? She was just she wasn't trying to hear it. She was like, no, this is what she told me. And I'm not hearing you. Like, I'm done with this friendship. Da, 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 da. That's it. I was like, OK, cool. Like, um, it hurt really, really bad. Like, that was like that was that was that was something that I never got over because I didn't understand. I never understood. I never got closure. And they became super close friends, super best friends and everything. Ooh, and it hurt. It hurt. Like, you know, and, yeah. and that was my second semester of my junior year. I had mm-hmm. nobody to sit with, like nobody. Oh. I didn't sit with nobody at lunch. I would go to the library. I would go to the bath. Like I just was always by myself. Like, cause in, in the morning, um, I would meet her and, you know, I would go to class. Like we would just sit like in the little lounge, like, you know, before, before class and this was when um forest hills drive dropped and i would listen to this album by myself blasting it in my in my um headphones just like walking around school like i was like i resonated with him i don't know why but that's that's yeah, yeah. drive, right and that was, that was like it was just it just was that was the only thing that i could actually like connect with and i love the album so much because of that like you know but um but yeah I, you know we just we didn't speak anymore we were done with the, with that relationship they, 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 it came to a time where we, I think we were like in the computer lab or something in the, like for my math class. And there's like a bathroom in like the computer lab area, like in the library. And like, she went to the bathroom and I went to the bathroom. And this was probably like maybe three and a half months down the line. And I asked her like, 
okay, like what's going on? Like, you know, I, this is the first time that we talked and she was like, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I apologize for everything. If I've done anything wrong to you, you know, but I, you know, I really, really miss our friendship, whatever, whatever. She was like, I understand, but I just, you know, she didn't give me an explanation. She just was like, I, I don't think we should be friends. I cried. I literally cried. Like I cried. It was the it was the worst pain ever because I'd never gone through anything like that before. Like I probably was maybe 15 years old, 15 or 16 years old. And it was just it was bad. Like I I just it was really, really bad. And, um, you know, to this day, I don't know where she is. I don't know anything about her. Um, like, I mean, I kind of leveled up. I had, I made friends my senior year. I didn't go to prom with her. Like, um, she was, it felt like a hindrance. Cause I was like, like, what happened, bro? Like, why did you do that to me? Why did that you needed closure. Yeah. I needed closure. I didn't get any closure from her or from the, the third party girl. And, um, yeah, I ended, ended that, that was, I think that part of my high school career was detrimental. Like I was I I didn't want to do anything. I don't want to speak to anybody. It was just depressed, and yeah, that's that's basically the story. Yeah, those friendship ones be hurting more, Loki. Like, okay. if you like lose a really close friend, like it's like, dang. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I got a question for you though. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think you said um, you guys were friends for how long? Um. I think from sophomore year to junior year. So I wasn't friends with her freshman year, but I think once sophomore year came, we became really, really close. And really the, cool. and another factor is like, she was, I think she was East African, like um, Eritrean. And like, you know, we kind of related because we were both African and everything. So that was, that was one thing we related on. So similar to what David's been asking, how did that change how you relate to your friends? Like in the future, like, do you always like keep some sort of boundary or were you able to like heal in that aspect? I I didn't I didn't even know if I thought about it that deep at the point, but I just didn't trust anybody for such a long time because I was really like doing a lot of self-reflection. Like, did I do something wrong to this girl? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to keep going around life disrespecting people or hurting people and not knowing um, and expecting them to, you know, let me know. And they're not letting me know. We're just sitting here like, okay, you hurt me, but what did I do? Right. So like I was going through my friendships, just like a lot of surface level friendships. Um, I never got to the like nitty gritty until maybe college when I was like, okay, like these are friendships that are going to be, you know, they're going to be lifetime. So like, let's maybe do some thought processing. Like let's break down, you know, what's going on, what's going on behind the scenes. And I do that now with my, with my friends, I wouldn't say it's because of that, but I think it hurt like a, you know, like a relationship, right. It hurt because like, that's something I saw every day. I confided in and we talked about everything. She talked about our boyfriends. I talked about my crushes, everything, right. She met my parents. So like, it was, it, it just, made such a huge mark on me because it was like this is really deep but it was like somebody removed some part of my heart and I was like dang it's like empty like it felt empty like it was dark for such a long time but yeah thanks that's my own heartbreak heartbreak sucks man that was a great perspective to bring because I don't think people really think like friendship can have heartbreak but it really does so Thank you for that, Mel's. Do you have any friendship stories? Um, before we do that one, maybe we should hear from our last heartbreak yeah. from Miss Miss Nikki, mm. baby. Nikki the nail checks. Nikki the nail checks. Hey. hey. Um. So heartbreak, right? Um. 
Okay. What's the <laughs> like? How do I start? Just start. So, which have you had more than one heartbreak? Or um, I don't think the ones before were real. So I will just say I've only had one. Okay. Do you feel comfortable talking about yeah, it? Yeah, I won't go too much. You know, it's a details. Yeah, too much okay. into details. So, so when was this heartbreak? Like, when did this happen? Um, it's pretty recent. Um, I would say 2019, 2020. Okay. So, like, what, what kind of happened in that situation? First of all, let me say this. I didn't even want this guy. Let's begin with that, right? I didn't even like him. I was not attracted to him. I did not think he was cute. Nothing. Okay. That's why it hurts. Because I didn't even want you, right? So, basically... I just said, okay, you can take me on a date, whatever. Cool, we went on a date, and then we started kicking it. You know, I'm like, oh, he's nice. And then we were talking for, like, I don't know. We were talking for some time. And you know how, like, kind of like what Fiend said, there is never a clear boundary. There's never a clear, like, we're this, we're that. It's just, like, you start doing things more. You start seeing them more. You start fitting them into your schedule. They do things to see you, you know, like, they're part of your life now. So it's not like, um, yeah. So we never said like we're boyfriend and girlfriend, nothing. So it was just like go with the flow type of thing. But we spent a lot of time with each other. So basically, um, when was the point of heartbreak? I think at this point we have been talking for about, I'll say like three, four months. And within this three, four months, we would be seeing each other all the time. So it felt like it was longer, you know? Um, and then there was an incident, you know, that happened, whatever we fell off. And then like, my friends was even saying like, why are you still talking to him? Like that, you like, you know how everybody else can see that this person is wrong for you, but you're just like, no, don't worry. Like, it's okay. I like him. He's still nice. He still does this, but everybody can see yeah. that it's wrong except for you. Mm-hmm. It was basically that type of situation, but I'm like, I'm not listening to them. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know how he is, whatever. And then the thing that really, um, that really was the final straw. Final blow. Yeah, final blow was. So basically, the final blow was my friends and I went to this. Um, I guess like a kickback or something. Mind you, me and this boy were like basically not talking like that, but he was still like try to you know try to stop, still talk, you know. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really like. I wasn't really worried about boys at that point in my life. I was trying to level up, you know, but it wasn't like I was completely cutting him off. You know what I'm saying? Like I was still, oh, thank you. You know, I was still FaceTime, kick it, whatever. But I wasn't really like 100%. So we were at the yes. party and mind you, I'm ignoring him the whole time we were at the party. Like I just pretend like he's not there. So finally, I guess he's fed up with me ignoring him at this party like, my friends didn't acknowledge him. I didn't acknowledge him. Nobody was acknowledging him. So I guess that hurt his ego a little bit. So he comes to me. He's like, mm. Nikki, well, you've been ignoring me this whole time. Uh, your friends didn't even greet me. What's going on? Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, what's up? you know what I'm saying? Like, just a general, hey, just to get him out of my face. Then all of a sudden, he looks at my friend. And he's like, what are you looking at? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm like, huh? Then it just turns into this big, like, how do I want to call it? It was like a, um, 
one person is in your face, the other person's confused as to what's going on. And everybody's looking around like, um, what? And then he starts saying, oh, we could take this outside. Meaning that he wants to, he wants this to a woman, fight a woman. Yes, right? a woman. Hmm. He's like, we could take this outside. I don't know why you're acting like that. We could take this outside. You know, I know you're outside of here. We did it up. So I'm mm. looking at him like, what the heck is going on? So after that, after the thing, after the party, we leave, whatever. And like the next day, I think I texted him. I was like, don't ever talk to me again. Da, 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 da. Why would you show your attack? I mean, show your behind like that in public and disrespect my friends, disrespect to me. I sent this long thing. And he was like, I think what I said was, um, I hate you so much. And this, I have gained nothing from this time that I've spent with you. That's what I said. So the next day he called me. He was like, that really hurt me what you said. Da, 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 da. Basically not even mentioning the fact that he wanted to put his hands on my friend. That's a woman. And then he was like, that doesn't even matter. You need to be worried about why um, why they're disrespectful. Like basically just trying to make it seem like he didn't do what he did. Well, does this count as heartbreak? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Break my heart. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically like not trying to own up to what he's what he did he's trying to put the blame on my friends and i'm like if you can disrespect my friends you can disrespect me yeah. if you can and to put your hands on my friend what can you do to me basically and yeah. that's not the first time he showed this kind of behavior but this is the first time i really really like is in my face so i'm like whoa this yeah. is this is weird um and at that point it was like okay i don't want nothing to do with you i like i'm everything is just off like I'm done and I don't think my feelings was hurt by the fact that we weren't talking anymore I was just more so hurt by the fact that you claim to care about me you claim to um like me or whatever and you would disrespect people close to me like that and I feel like that is a sign of how you would treat me so yeah mm-hmm. that's my heartbreak story and I mean I didn't talk about like everything that happened for personal whatever but it's like it was so much more stuff leading up to that final blow out whatever and it was like after that moment everything became clear to me like all the red flags reappeared and i was like hmm that's why you did this this is why you did that you're actually yeah. a crazy person. like you're mentally insane but i would just brush it under the rug like because you know how you just see potential in somebody but you don't see the red flags it makes you ignore everything else. Mm-hmm. yeah I feel you, sister. And he still can talk to me after that. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he'll probably hear this. I think he listens to this, honestly. But if you're listening. Yeah, yeah bro. You're listening. You messed you up, bro. bro. Sorry. You messed up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, Nikki, 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 Nikki. Before we move on from you, do you, like, do you think this kind of changed your perspective on relationships? Um, yeah, it definitely made me smarter. Like after that, I felt like I don't ever want to do with men ever again, because I just felt like oh, that was such a waste of time, especially when like you really like that person. And then they do something so drastic like that to make you not want to just deal with men at all. So, yeah. And it also made me smarter because I can see the red signs and know, OK, let me get out of here before it's too late. So, yeah. That's good. Man, you know a trend I'm noticing? What? Why do men like to waste time? Because mm. if we get into that, 
if we get into that this night. <laughs> no, I just want because Finney's story was kind of like that. Nikki's was, I'm sure Melody's had something. True. So, like, you want to should I should we start from the guy's perspective and then, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so personally, I don't think I say I've ever wasted someone's time. Uh, Maybe there's been a time where, like, I was talking to a girl and not being exactly direct about, you know, what's going on. But she was mature enough. She was older than me. She was mature enough to identify that and be like, hey, look, man, like, what are we doing here? I'm like, you know what? I'm not really trying to do that. Like, okay, fine. No problem. And that that moment really taught me, like, oh, like, if you'd say that to a girl up front, she was not going to react negatively. Yeah, you know, like, we were still cool after that, right? I think mm-hmm. what comes from it is that with a lot of immaturity um, and it's a lot of wanting to have your cake while eating it at the same time, you mm. know, like you want, you don't want what comes with like commitment pretty much. Right. Cause commitment is actually kind of, it's not that hard, but it, it requires work. Right. Yeah. And not commit, not, not committing doesn't require any work. And if the girl is not being like upfront about her, you know, not liking that you're not being clear, then you continue to enjoy from that, right? So um, I think that's really where a lot of it comes from. I, and I don't think it's good, but I do agree that, you know, guys, that's the thing. Girl, I never see, I never really see girls doing that. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Uh, girls don't really do that. Well, but I feel like it. girls, they, do girls they don't really waste time. They're, because they, that's not the way guys do it. That, guys sort of utilize it and, Use you. They will use you in a certain way. But I think girls just match energy. They don't waste time intentionally. Mm. That's, a, that's there's I, that. I, I, but I, sometimes a lot of I've, I've dealt with some I feel like male like women. Go ahead. Men. What'd you say? Male like I said, <laughs> like in the, in the sense that you know they like to waste time. You know what I mean? Right. Like for let me kind of talk about my own thing a bit. Um, because I feel like I've been in that situation where I've been accused mm-hmm. of that. Of like wasting somebody's time, um, I like I have like recognized that it's not like a good thing is like wrong, and I know like what I'm about to say is not like an excuse or anything. But for example, right, like the whole heartbreak story I talked about now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think from that I got like a lot of trust issues and like commitment issues. Not saying I should go and like spread this to everybody else, but that's just like kind of the reality of like the situation, you know. So like from that, like being like in a committed relationship with like someone like that, that I don't like know super well is like really, really hard to like get into like so easy. If that makes sense. Like it'd be better. Like if we can hang out, you know, be cool. Like, you know, do like girlfriend, boyfriend type things, but like the actual commitment and stuff is like very daunting. It's not right, obviously, but I think like people like me in that situation, you have to deal with those kind of like, problems like trust issues and stuff like that before you go and like you know make it someone else's problem but like that's just the reality of a lot of stuff and i think like a lot of times like guys we don't really like deal with that like emotion or whatever or even identify that man i have trust issues or i have like commitment issues or something like that and then you just find out that you've wasted 20 women's time and then it just goes from there so yeah i also think it's like push more for men to waste time like hear me out it's like the way society has been i mean it's currently evolving but the way society has been it's always been in the man's court 
The man is the one who proposes. They're the one who gets to pick. Women, there's n- women outpopulate men, I think two to one. So women are always pushed to, when will you marry? When will you have children? When will you do this? So they're very direct. Like They're like, I need to hit this goal, X, Y, and Z. So women, most women don't like to waste time. Whereas men, you know, their sperm goes forever. Till they till they die. So <laughs> like, they're like, you know what? I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna enjoy this one, that girl, that thick one, that skinny one. Like they just have the time to do whatever. Or women, I feel like they're more on a, a restricted timeline to men. And then also, like Aura said, it's immaturity. It's wanting to have everything without having to have the responsibility of commitment attached to it. So I. I want to add something to that, kind of going back to what David was saying, we're wasting time. I think another aspect of that is leading on. Um, Mm. I've been in situations where, and and I can take the L on my part because I I don't know if I just ignored some signs or whatever. I was just seeing what I wanted to see. But as a person I am, I'm really emotional. So I fall like easily, but at the same time, it's like, no, like I know, you know, you may have something behind that I don't trust but it's like I still fall because you've said a b and c right mm-hmm. but I like I said I've been in situations where you know I don't know if the individual listening to this but you know the person you know made some certain advances and said some certain things called me baby you know what I'm saying stuff like that yeah. where it's like it's not obviously <laughs> my friends obviously we're not friends mm-hmm. right it's obviously you're saying mm-hmm. things that you don't say to everybody right so it's like you, like you're telling me things and it's like I'm gonna receive it a certain way and then I'm not asking you like, okay, so so what's going on? What's going on in your head? Why are you saying these things? And he's he's telling me, oh, we're just friends. I should smash your head, like you know what I mean. Like, him. <laughs> like at that point, like I should, I should have the I should have the freedom and the you know the gall to be able to slap you because it's like you're saying some certain things. And it, of course, it's my fault for falling for it. But like, why? Why make the mention? Why make sure? Why? Why say things when you don't mean it? You know what I mean? And it's you know, you may you may not be in the right headspace. You may not be your time to be in a relationship. But if that's if that's the case, please leave me alone. Like I said, I think recently on social media, I said I don't have time for aimless flirting anymore. Please do not aimlessly be in my DM saying things that I like. It's not going to lead to anything. Oh, you're Amen. so mad. So no, listen, a lot of men, they they just, there's no substance to the things they say. There's no substance in their in their approach. It's just, oh, you're so beautiful. I want to be with you. But you don't want to know me as an individual. You don't, you don't want to know my dreams and aspirations. You don't, you don't, there's nothing more. It's just all surface level. There's no substance. Um, I kind of went on a tangent tangent there, but I think it all has to do with uh with the topic. And I was just kind of just venting. So also most um things are lust driven at yes. least initially like i don't think a, a relationship can last if it was based on lust Period. like if you only got together because oh he look good we look good i look good let's get together it's not gonna last because there's nothing more that you're not friends you don't have a friendship with that person you're just strictly there because they look good so obviously it would never work yeah, I think that's part of the reason why we may see it a lot more frequently in our generation, too, because there's a lot of like um, random sex culture. I don't know if that even makes sense, but like, yeah, you know, things. like people just one night stand type stuff. And, you know, some relationships come from that, you know, but 
like do you really even know that person before at all like most people get into relationships with people who they don't even like (laughs) (laughs) say it again no repeat that sentence for real i said most people don't most people get into relationships with people they don't even like you know like that's (laughs) but you find out during the relationship like i don't even like this person and i don't even want to entertain any long-term anything with this person you know so i feel like a lot of it's just the foundation on on what it's built on and i think that how like i think the question i ask is like how go about fixing that um i i mean it's kind of like you know it's all over i I don't know if there's an answer a way to fix something like that um especially when you're dealing with all sorts of people from different backgrounds faiths different you know countries because like some people come from countries where uh marriage is more so not like lovey-dovey based but it's more like it's utility what am i trying to say it's a partnership yeah it's like a corporate corporate transaction you know so they don't even view dating as like necessary, necessary like so but it's weird because in cultures like our own we i mean maybe i'm jumping to a conclusion because i feel like on the surface nigerians and specifically they stay together but i feel like actually a lot of them have problems in their own marriages and if i we're kind of going a bit deep but i feel like that sort of ties into heartbreak as well let me just stop talking because i'm gonna go too far (laughs) um i had something to say about not dating people that you like um usually like when i start taking somebody serious like i have a list in my notes of like things that i like in a person i would want in a person like that i would date and like if i am starting to like somebody for real for real i'll use that thing as like a check like oh do they meet this do they meet that not like physical stuff but just like you know and i feel like that helps you weed out um the good people from who's gonna waste your time from oh this is just this this is gonna be that because a lot of people don't even know what they want and i feel like if you make that clear for yourself you won't accept nonsense exactly yeah facts i think a lot of people don't know what they want though Um, yeah like I think, and even outside of just like physical, but I think like we, we've talked about like, okay, this is what I want in a human being. I want them to be in a godly relationship. I want them to do that. But it's like, we have so many standards on people. And, and another thing, I think like social media has these high, high expectations of relationships. Like we always, oh, you know, Twitter is always saying, oh yeah, if he doesn't do, if you don't go half on the, if you don't, this, it's always this expectation that like, you guys can't fill it. And I don't think we want to be honest with ourselves that it's like, we're human beings. Like we don't give grace to ourselves um, in, in relationships, especially in this generation. Like, I think that's kind of going like different from what I was saying before, but I think like, we just, we just want, like, you know, we, we want what we want and we, there's no, like, what's the word? There's no sacrifice. There's no, you know, anything else. Um, and then what, like, I think we was trying to go into like the whole Nigerian, you know, relationship thing. I'm just going to kind of touch on it a little bit. I think like, because the way like Nigerians are fashioned, like we're kind of tough. Like a lot of our outer core is just really like, I have to put up this wall because I mean, I, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's not just like, you know, Nigerian men, but it's Nigerian girls, you know, 
and I think it plays into how we date ourselves as like, you know, in the diaspora, um, we're always just so like rugged with it, you know, it's just, I mean, you know, but yeah, that's kind of my two cents. Heartbreak sucks. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. So we're not saying don't get in a relationship, guys. No. We are not saying that. Love I hate love. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, like, man. Love, love is the basis. Something. I don't know. It feels kind of heavy. So how, how does one avoid heartbreak? Can we, like, maybe try and come up with some solutions? He is savage. That's not lighthearted. He is savage. Can we just say something like, I don't know. It just feels so. so- yeah, it's kind of a heavy topic, but, you know, we learn from these experiences, right? For example, take it, Corey. Sorry, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> your story. Anyway, um, so like all the stories talk about today, we probably all learned a little something from it. So, um, even as much as we might have taken some baggage, but we, you know, we might have learned some lessons. Like for me, I know I definitely learned stuff from my heartbreak stories and stuff like that. So, like when we go into the next relationship, you know, it can be better. So. Everything happens for a reason. Um, you learn from every um, situation, all about perspective. One, so. one thing I want to touch on is I think it's super important not to carry baggage from these heartbreaks. Mm. It's very, very important. Can't avoid that though. Because, but you need to like work on yourself before you re-enter a relationship. Oh, that's it. Not, you should not have resolved, not resolved it, and then enter it because you're gonna like project all your insecurities, all your you know, what was done wrong to you on top of this new brand new thing. I I mean, people, there's like this saying, like, give this person a chance to like, you know, give, give them a fresh chance. Right. Because mm-hmm. when you come in with your, you know, whatever you have in you already, all that hurt, all that heartbreak, you're going to project it and then maybe even produce problems that might not even exist, you know. Mm. And then the person is trying to dig deeper with you and you're so like, you won't let them get past a certain point because of how you've been hurt. You know, um, that can lead you to another heartbreak or I'm not necessarily another heartbreak, but the relationship w- would fail in that, in that case, you know? So I think that's another super duper important thing. Do not carry heartbreak along with you. You treat it at the point, make sure it's resolved before you jump into something new. How do you know I, that though? I think you should date yourself at that point before, if you're I know that sounds a little redundant, but after a heartbreak, I think you should take the time. Because what are you really in a relationship for? Really ask yourself that question. Why mm-hmm. am I in this relationship? Is it because I want someone to take me out to eat? Take yourself out to eat. Is it because I want to go this place? Take yourself to go to that place. If that's the only reason why you're in a relationship, date yourself for a second. Figure out what you want to do. Figure out what is your triggers. What do you like? What do you don't like? So you know how to approach your next relationship instead of just one going with the energy of one person, having that other person dictate the relationship or two going in with a chip on your shoulder. And like Aura says, projecting on some innocent person that didn't even do anything to you yet. You're already projecting. That is my two cents about it. I also have one more thing to say. Can I Go say ahead. Um, Any like woman that's beautiful, and eligible that was, hearing, that was hearing my stories and they're like man this guy sounds like a mess hey i've dealt with the problem so don't worry about that i'm a good guy 
Um. Anyways, one lesson I would say, are we talking about lessons, right? That we yeah. Learned? yeah. One lesson I would say is never assume that somebody would not do that to you because they will like, don't trust nobody basically. And don't fall in love with the um, idea or the potential that somebody shows you because that's really a part Wait, of Vicky. Hmm? You said don't trust anybody? No, 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 no. that's not what I said. What I you just, did? You said you did. Oh, okay. Okay, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. That's horrible. Don't, don't, okay. You know how people be like, oh, my boyfriend could never. My man would never. Naive. Don't be naive. Don't assume that he won't do that to you because he will do it. He could. He can do it. And most likely he will. Uh-uh. If you're not careful. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, these men have so much audacity. Uh-huh. Yes. So don't ever think that he won't do it because he will. That's don't why you just stay on their neck. Question. Stay on their necks. Anyway, don't Still forget love. to pay attention to the red flags. Don't mm-hmm. ignore them. Take note of them. So when it's time to talk about it, you have everything ready to talk about. And you're going to say, this, 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 I don't like this. We can work it out. If not, I'm done. Men too. we don't have time to waste. Yeah, men too. It goes for everybody. Yeah. She's doing something wrong. Identify it. But be sensible in your approach. Be very sensible. I wanted to add something. You can't cook. Hey, hey, hey. I wanted to add something. (laughs) People like when Nikki was saying Nikki was talking about like red flags, um, or just like what am I even trying to say? I'm trying to say like like falling in love with potential is probably the most dangerous thing ever, or like it's probably the, the key to like heartbreak because you're looking at the person like oh this is exactly who I want this is you've you've done everything you're marking all all the checking all the marks off whatever and then they mm-hmm. they're doing they're seventy five percent of the time they're messing up and you're still falling in love with the person because they they mm-hmm. take all the, the boxes off and it's like you're not being realistic with. This is a human being that is mm-hmm. not, you know, he's not perfect and she's not perfect. And, you know, you have to re- 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 reassess your relationship, reassess how much you actually feel about them. Because then it's like, oh, I don't I don't actually think I like this person anymore. Um, and then that's how you end up staying and then they break your heart, you know, and it ends in tears. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think do a daily reassessment of your relationship, the person and yourself. Mm, that's a and- good checklist. In the beginning stages, this is something I don't actually do, but I feel like it's very important to do is to ask people questions because somebody can now say, oh, this is why I'm like this because of this. And I'm like, you never told me that. Like you're you have all these mental issues that you need to handle and you're. Anyways, just take ask as many questions as possible. This is someone you potentially will be spending the rest of your life with. Obviously, you can't ask all the questions that go, but ask some things. Don't ask, what's your favorite color? No. How do you feel? How do you cope when you're mad? What do you do when you're sad? How do you express yourself when you're like, ask those deeper questions. Stop asking surface level questions. That's how you guys are in these surface level relationships. Hey, you speak, girl. Think, yeah. All what you're saying, let me, maybe I should give you some applause for that. Let's clap for, let's clap for it for a bit. Okay. Um, all of what we're saying, I don't think all of us are perfect in it. I think as, as we're talking, we're also talking to ourselves, at least me. Mm-hmm. At least we're yes. talking, right? I'm obviously still learning, like, how to approach some stuff. I think I've definitely improved from my last relationships, and I've learned a bunch, you know, um, and that's going to just continue, right? Uh, as you get older, um, you just sort of pick up more experience and you sort of know what you want, because I think when you're younger, you're confused about what you even want yourself. 
maybe you're not that serious about the relationship, which is no, I, I mean, it's understandable, especially as younger, but even me, like as I'm getting up, like I'm about to turn 24, like I'm starting to think more like, okay, what, what's coming up? Because I, around my age, my mom was getting married. Like, so I can't be here twiddling my thumbs, you know, obviously I'm not talking about, oh, I'm about to get married soon or anything like that. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, that's some stuff I'm still working on. But um, it's some things that you should, you should have in the back of your mind, at least, you know, when especially when you're entering a relationship, when you've exited a relationship, you should do some sort of like post relationship evaluation. Right. Um, prefer you can even do it with, you know, if the you and the person are not on horrible speaking terms, you could have. Yeah. And if you're not if you're not in a relationship yet. And you, okay. you and you and the person are not good speaking terms. You can have a conversation about what went wrong. Like this is the okay. type of communicative things yes. that generation views as like weird and abnormal. Me, I think that extremely healthy. Yeah, and I yeah. think that it really makes you a better communicator moving forward. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a good idea. I think, you know, that's just my own two cents. Just to clarify, he said, if you're not in a new relationship already, don't be still talking to your ex when you have a new girlfriend. Oops. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Period. So, have we reached the end, y'all? And I... We need to wrap it up. I mean, Every this is time. nice. I, I like talking about one topic. Um, you know, maybe this is some more stuff we can explore and deep dive. I think we, we could have looped it in with some, maybe some cultural relevant stuff, but maybe not. I think it was good. This is good. Yeah, heavy. Let us know what you guys think. Please interact with us on our mm -hmm. DM us at twenty something podcast. Twenty somethings podcast underscore twenty is with the actual numbers two zero. Thank you. You know what? Our the outro for this one should be heartbreak anniversary. Yeah, it's our anniversary. No, I give you Oh, give you on. Yes. The intro can be the one by Kanye West. That hard. No, let's keep song. it twenty somethings. So then, then outro we do. You know. Oh. Okay. Never mind. Okay, well, are we done? Nice. Well, wrap it up. All right. So, guys, once again, we want to thank you for listening. For those who choose to listen, and as always, love you. I love you. <laughs> okay. Bye, Bye you later. Bye.